Edge. Um, okay, well, the, so, so Saucy, the thing I was saying is that I, I actually only have one button. Okay. I only have one button because yeah. I know we don't want to accidentally. Because it's not only like you know we had to cut it out of the episode. Like if you yeah. got banned for me playing a Metallica, I, I don't know why I'm trying to. I think you the can name say the, the name Metallica. <laughs> yeah, it's only the music, Levin. You're it's not that OP. You're, oh eight, you're allowed to say the word. Just don't start singing their songs. <laughs> you just can't even speak band or musician <laughs> names anymore. Jesus. Don't say the word music. Oh shit! I just said it. Uh, we're that's off. How, we're banned. That's how, that's how much the, the, the music industry has got to me. I'm self-censoring myself to the point where I don't even want to say the name of a band. I know, right? I love that so much. Oh god, that is. Well, that's how bad thing. it's gotten. So I feel you on that, man. Censorship nowadays. But like, <laughs> before I completely derailed myself for being a complete moron. Um. I don't have I don't have a Metallica clip on the board because it would be stupid. It's not even that we go and take it out. It's like Saucy got banned. Oh, God, yeah, so stupid. So I only yeah. have one. I only have one button. Okay. Do you know what button that is, Jay Doza? Oh God, no! I, I, I imagine. Yep. You're gonna tell me. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rootin' Terrible Radio. I don't know why I'm talking so fast, but I am. I am your host, but with me, as always, is Saucy Mail, man. What's, What's up, going man? on, dude? We've had a bit of a spicy pre-show, so ignore us if we're complete oh. dumbasses. Uh, but we're here yeah. hanging out. Yes, we are, and we're hanging out with the one and only, the legend of Terra casting. See what I did there? I put the name of the game in there. Oh. Legend of Terra casting, the caster legend himself jay doza what's up buddy what's up man i, I don't a legend i mean whew. i mean blevins you're you get your legend in your own right saucy oh, you as well man um that's some that's some words to live up to there but it's it's awesome to be here um i've listened to you guys before as well and honestly i'm just a little curious how it took me this long to end up on this show with you guys so i'm glad to be here <laughs> you know what me too and to be completely honest the reason is i'm lazy yeah <laughs> no <laughs> We're uh, we're either like the best at scheduling or the worst at it. We'll have like two months booked, and then we'll forget yeah. to book someone for the show for like five episodes. We're like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, you'll be, Saucy will message me and be like, "Hey, do we have a guest this week?" And I'm like, "Oh, oh shit, that's no. today." And like, okay, yeah. <laughs> the shows, the shows in ten minutes. Do we have a guest? Yeah, Blevins, oh. we're already live. We don't have a guest. Oh yeah, yikes. Yeah, well. You know, but that's that's the beauty, though, is that sometimes I'm not lazy and uh, we got some guests. So, yeah, uh, I'm I am glad that we got you on now and now we get you on with the new branding. So you're going to get the new brand out there. The name is going to be out there more than ever. It's all planned. It's all planned. It's all, Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> calculated. It's, it's like calculated lethal that you totally knew that you had all the time. Didn't even yeah. hover the eye. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even when I cast I don't even hover the eye, so that makes sense. Uh, I do that all so... the time. I'm like, I think this might be lethal. Fuck it. And I'll just let's attack. I don't care. 
I'm done thinking. Let's, let's be honest. I was playing a lot of TFs this season. It was always lethal. Yeah. <laughs> have oh, it's, have I played there? TF? All right, I win. Sweet. Yeah. Rip, rip, uh, rip TF. Actually, TF is still probably. It's still, still, it's still good. It's still good. We'll probably get to that uh, in a little bit. Um, as we always start off the show, got uh, just a little hint of housekeeping uh and that is to just make sure you check out the patreon we got more content uh planned here in the coming weeks and months uh i know i've been again to go back to the initial point i am lazy and okay part of part of what <laughs> my lacking is that i'm lazy part of it is uh, also very busy but we will be getting that out to you very soon and i've got a whole slew of stuff planned for uh the patreon so make sure you're checking out patreon.com slash room terrible radio for that if you'd like to support us there and if uh you know no obligations to obviously the best place where you can get all the free content and updates in the community of course is discord.me slash rune terrible radio so true make sure you check that out okay that was it. That was the yeah, that was it. itty bitty, itty bitty housekeeping. We did it. That's that was it. good. That was good. I, I'm proud of us. There. We nailed Not it. Um, so um, let's let's for people who don't know you, uh, Jay Doza, you are our guest here, the esteemed Doza. Um, who are you? Tell, tell everyone a little bit about who you are, <laughs> uh, what you do, your gaming background, all that good stuff. The floor is yours. Why Blevins and I go make a sandwich. All right, see you guys later. Peace out. Uh, well, all right, hold on, hold on. Back up. First off, if you don't know me, what the heck have you been doing? In True, this though. Let's be honest, all right? Um, and, and I I don't say that due to ego or anything. I say that because, man, I love casting Legends of Runeterra, and uh, I love everybody just showing up to them and chatting, you know, just hanging out. So um, my background. So as far as gaming is concerned, you know, I, I had, I think I always tell people my first game I ever played was duck hunt, super Mario, um, the, the split, you know, NES cartridge. And then, uh, the game that made me fall in love with gaming in general was final fantasy 10. So mm. I always just toss those out there. Um, cause I, I, I'm really passionate about final fantasy too. So, um, card game wise, I played a crap ton of Yu-Gi-Oh first card I, card I ever bought was Pokemon right when I was like eight. nice mm -hmm. so that then you know I feel like a lot of people are on that same that same bandwagon and um started going to like Shonen Jumps uh regionals stuff like that mm -hmm. for Yu-Gi-Oh topped a couple regionals nothing crazy with Yu-Gi-Oh um used to write I wrote a couple articles for and wait for you this is a throwback Pojo yeah Pojo.com yes. all right all know some pojo or at least me and blevins we're talking about the boomers right um yes pojo man and um and i got one up on tcg player i think too and that's still going strong so i love uh paper card games in general i've always loved card games i still to this day love buying uh you know magic the gathering pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh. just man nothing beats cracking that pack baby just smelling that smell that yeah, yeah. <laughs> people it's talk addicting. about the, the smell of a newborn baby like there's a smell on their head i don't give a shit about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Crack me open a yep. booster pack of onslaught, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yep. Dude, I was like I was legitimately thinking of buying a box of the new magic set just to crack packs to smell it. It's been so I long. Mean, I, I was gonna do I it. I may or may not have bought a couple of boxes of uh Strixhaven uh, I need School of Mages I need that Orzov bird. Potter. Yep. Anyways. I, I did also pre order a box of Strixhaven. I started getting more into magic. I need that too, Orzov so, bird. Bird is yep. dope. <laughs> The I owl. got. I bought a Japanese box because oh the art those alternate art. Yeah, I'm not gorgeous. opening that though. I'm just gonna, gonna sit that. on that. And it's gonna That's be an like investment. Investment. Dude, magic's like better than the stock market sometimes. 
The stock right, market so sucks right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just I'm, up, so. I'm down a lot. <laughs> uh, all right. Sorry. Sore subject. Well, I take it back. I take it back. I mean it. Well, <laughs> you know that there's three boomers on the show when uh, not five no. minutes into this podcast, we start talking about hey, the stock hold market. Hold on. I, I, need to, I need to point <laughs> this that? out. I need to point this out because so far, Jay Doza might be one of my favorite guests because a few minutes ago, he did say, "Well, Blevins and I are boomers. Left me out, so I am. I'm the True. young one okay. here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay here. This is great. Okay. I'm the young guy. Hold on, hold on. I Two boomers and saucy and I'm ageless out. eternal. I'm gonna leave before anything else gets said. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hold on. In all honesty, I don't. I don't know how old you are, saucy. Are Perfect. You, are you no one does. 30? I'm an enigma. No one has any yeah. idea how much age I am. Saucy is an ageless entity mm-hmm. of sorts." I was summoned like, into this plane of existence like, at some point. Oh man. Um, so, all right. Anyways, back on to, uh, so lore, what got me into lore was, um, I started with digital card games with Hearthstone mm-hmm. and you want honestly, truly what got me into lore? The RNG of Hearthstone got me into lore. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so true. Literally same. So true. <laughs> um, not that I, I, I love RNG in card games, so let's not go down that rabbit hole, but like not that much RNG. So I started, getting into lore there was a lot of other games at the time too that failed like artifact and uh what was the one that was just like magic that came out hex hex like they stopped oh, supporting hex I was so, so yeah. on mm-hmm. that train like yep. day zero of that game like in mm-hmm. what was it like 2013 or something 2014 what was that no actually it was after hearthstone right was it and there was that game that kibler was involved with too that was like the <laughs> strategy card game where you like move the shit uh, and they, they stopped that. Not yeah, long that Richard ago too. Garfield was on too. Oh, yeah, that that, that game was I really for, cool too. I forgot about that game. What that was, was that one called? with positioning on it too. Yeah, yeah. You like moved. You like there was like the lane. Duelist. And you like it was duelist. Up. Duelist. Uh, yes, I played that. Oh, that game okay. was good. That's not the one I'm thinking of. Though, no, no, yeah. that's not no, the there's one. A, there's Kim- another one. Well, Kibler might have been involved with that game. He did Dominion. Right. No, not Dominion. Ascension. Ascension, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all the Dominion same. Dominion is like the OG deck builder. Yeah, Dominion. Ascension. Ascension's yeah. fire. Ascension's fire. Ascension is really good. Um, and, yeah. Anyways, digital card games less yeah, RNG sorry. than Hearthstone. Digital card games. Okay. Yeah. Every every I speak like two seconds or two sentences, then we get off on a, on a yeah. side. Yeah. Welcome, to, welcome <laughs> to Rune Terrible Radio. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I got into lore, and I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, and, and for anybody who's watching that, and Saucy, I'm sure you can be on this page too um from a content creation perspective at the time i had closed a company that i'd started with my father a trucking company hauling freight for amazon so if you live in the northeast and you got a package between like 2018 and 2020 it's probably because of our company so uh, but we closed down so i was like what the hell am i gonna do with my life and i really love video games so i started getting into content creation i started my youtube channel and after doing a lot of research it made sense to hop onto a game right when it came out during beta be mm-hmm. the first person there be the first person to make content for it i'm um, just like you know you guys were one of the first podcasts i think for uh, legends of rune tower alongside maybe mystic shot or um maybe twin sons was there when you guys when you guys started too but um, let me tell you no ago. one was there when, when we yeah started. so maybe you guys were like the very <laughs> not to one, brag yeah. or anything yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah to and, brag um, a little bit a little and bit. i know saucy like saucy weren't you doing a lot of hearthstone content and then you, you uh you started doing more yeah i jumped ship 
I jumped yeah, ship yeah, at, yeah. at BlizzCon <laughs> with, with I hung out with Blevins. We were at that was we, were, we met. We met at BlizzCon. We were at like the Hearthstone panel, and we quit. I like I'm done with Hearthstone. <laughs> we, we started the podcast at BlizzCon. We literally yeah. started the podcast there. That's amazing. I cannot uh, wait. Bubba to Gum Shrimp. Back. Oh my god! I want to meet so many people in person. Yeah, Jesus. I want to um, conventions. I miss. Uh, so I, BlevCon means- is coming up, right? Blevcon, yeah, Blevcon yeah. uh, twenty twenty one. Actually, Blevcon is potentially a real thing. I've I've got my vaccine scheduled. They're on the book, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna be vaccinated soon. But yeah, just, get, okay. Again, back, getting back. yeah. This is this is our day. I'm sorry, but yeah, getting into the game early, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, yeah. So got into the game early and that, but that was one of my, it was like a turning point in my life kind of mm-hmm. too, to just really focus more on video games. And mm-hmm. I guess uh, like a lot of people and Blevins, I'm sure you regret this too. I'm so <laughs> pissed at myself for not like starting a YouTube channel. I was freaking 16. Like when YouTube came out yeah. um, and not jumping onto video games sooner because mm-hmm. back then it didn't seem as realistic. Yeah. Um, so yeah. all of that combined just kind of formulated into, okay, it's a card game. I've grown up with card games my whole life. I love card games. It's one of my favorite genres. And it's I played League of Legends for a few years leading up nice. to that. Mm-hmm. Love the lore. Love the characters, the design, all of it. L- love Riot. Um, I think they're a great company. Obviously, it's a huge company, so it made sense they could support the game. And decided, all right, let's give this a shot. And I freaking loved it from day one. They did mm-hmm. so many things right that so many other card games did wrong. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously we can, we we understand and appreciate that uh, more so than most people, uh, for sure. And obviously, um, you know, having it be both the launch of a new game and sort of a turning point in your, I guess, sort of IRL world or yeah. your life, I guess is what you would call <laughs> is it. Is that what they call that? IRL world, <laughs> aka life. Wow, um, my brain today. <laughs> Can't, can't say Metallica on stream and can't think of what the word life is. Yeah. Um, so those two things coming together, um, you know, really lead to a recipe for success. And obviously I, I can say, I, I, I can say pretty confidently that there are two people that have casted more. So more legends of Runeterra than me and Casanova. And that is you and Boulevard. Uh, and mm-hmm. there's, I don't think there's, it's you two, then us, and I don't know if it's particularly close. I mean, there's probably, uh, I guess maybe uh, like um, some of the there's Brazilian others. casters. Yeah. Oh yeah, like Tetado and Victor. Yeah, yeah Tetado probably has yeah. at this has probably passed. It has probably passed me and Cass at this point. But uh, absolutely, you and Boulevard stand atop the Mount Targon uh, alone. Um, but you know, you are presented with this opportunity um, from from life as well as a new game coming in what made you decide to go into casting rather than maybe trying to be a player or create sort of like guide videos for youtube and or be a streamer or you know any of the other sort of avenues that you could pursue i so i did this was like a weird so i started playing i think it was the duels of rune terror the very first one i played it Mm -hmm. and it was really small community Mm -hmm. um i think you and Cass were casting it you guys were on that first one. May, may have been the second one that you guys cast. Maybe not the first yeah, one. Yeah, we, we did one. Of, we definitely started on one of the early ones. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I just started I, I, I started talking to Kuma or like a mod or something. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you know, hey, do you want to help out? So I think I helped out like compiling the deck lists one week. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then that kind of opened me up to this idea of like, oh, there's a background behind playing. So then I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll give this a shot. And something else that I had always, when I started my YouTube channel, League of Legends, the world championship, mm-hmm. I get goosebumps watching like their pregame show. And every year it blows my mind. The first thing I always think is, wow, the Super Bowl's halftime show sucks compared to this. Yeah, um, <laughs> true. But, <laughs> and, and they have probably except way for the more Prince money. Super Bowl half, halftime show. Yeah, except for the Prince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Greatest live performance of all time, by the way. Uh, go on. Or the or the or the or the nip slip, the 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 malfunction, right? That was, no, no, <laughs> that I'm was not going down that one. tangent. Go. That's just a regular sausage. <laughs> anyways, anyways let's just retire. A, that'll be a bonus episode on Patreon. <laughs> the me bonus episode. My nip sexual slip. awakening. That okay. Uh, anyways, yeah. Anyways, back to back to the show. Um. So yeah. So and I had always kind of wanted. I you know I had this dream of like man I would really love to be like announcing on stage for even League of Legends. And I've always watched League of Legends. I've played League of Legends. I'm not that great at playing League of Legends, right? But <laughs> um, you know I, I love watching it. I love being a part of the community. So when this came up, I was like, well, it's not League of Legends, but it's a game that I'm far far better at. I'm much better at card games than I am at MOBAs, and. It just made sense. So I got into casting and the second, and I didn't really know much about it. Once I did my first, it was with all new bagels. You remember all new bagels? Oh yeah. 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 The, it was the really NA weird. agro brain extraordinaire. Yeah. Yep. And he was like, when we were on cast, he was just like talk, 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 mm-hmm. like super fast. Like I was like, holy shit, I'm going to suck. I'm going to be so bad at this. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't keep up. I can't even, I heard like three words. I don't know what's going on. And then, um, but the second one, I started getting, I was like, all right, you know what? I don't really give a shit if I suck at this. I'm just going to go ham and and go for Mm -hmm. it. And then I started really, really liking the fact that I, the idea of entertaining people and even more so than the YouTube channel, because I was still trying to find myself on YouTube too. Mm -hmm. And like, what the hell am I going to do for content? And this was great. I was like, dude, people are like, they're typing LOL in chat. That that was like, even just seeing an LOL in chat, like felt awesome. I'm like, you know mm-hmm. what? I just made, they probably didn't actually laugh out loud. Most people don't, but I still got a, I got a reaction out of them. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I love the idea of just getting people to feel good. That, that, mm-hmm. that felt really good to me. So yeah, that's, that's, that's about it in a nutshell. Why I did casting. Nice. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Uh, I mean, obviously I have the, similar similar story although i never i didn't even have a single tournament of thought that i was going to be a pro player well and also <laughs> no one has ever told blevins lol also is the other that is also <laughs> true that oh i've thrown one in chat i got you next cast you don't, you don't you. have to lie it's okay it's fine chat yeah, they... type one if you've ever laughed at anything i've ever done on a cast and type a two turn... if you never have let me check um, the chat real quick. Um, so yeah, okay. I mean, there's only one person that needs to LOL at my casting. Yeah, you know, but casting is a it's a whole different animal. Like it's a different skill set, um, and if it's something you've never done, like or it's just a completely different thing. I, I've casted a few times, and it, it takes a, a completely different like skill set and way of thinking, and uh, it's it is a different form of content. Just like I mean, podcasting is so much different from like doing YouTube videos and streaming and like. Like it, mm-hmm. it, people think like, oh, you're doing content when really like all these things, like they're their own beast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, podcasting, clearly the 
hardest and and most uh, oh, professional yeah. and distinguished yeah. uh, skill intensive medium. Really it can be. Now. It's just ours. Our True. our podcast just isn't. <laughs> I've guessed it. I've guessed it on shows that have like very very specific. Like at the three point five minute mark, we talk about this. Ours is like yeah. we put up three things we want to talk about and then just bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. Very, very much true. That's that how we do it. <laughs> um, so you mentioned obviously the sort of the the ultimate goal of like, hey, it would be awesome to be on like a, a world stage for you know League of Legends or Legends of Runeterra. I, what is that your ultimate goal for for casting? I mean, is that the you know where you'd like to mm-hmm. where you'd like to see yourself? Oh yeah, hundred percent, and and not necessarily even casting either. I like um, I like the idea of being a, a host instead. Mm. Um, oh yeah, nice. Because I think that personally, I mean, maybe I think too highly of myself. I don't know, but like, I feel like I'm pretty energetic on cast. Like I, I get you? the energy in the room. Up. No, yeah, I know, right? So am I going a little too far? Is that too much? Um, but like, and I, I that's what you need. Like you need like, especially in a card game, man. Like it's a freaking card game. It's mm-hmm. not like, and, he, and he's doing the skill shot, and he, oh, and he gets the kill. Like, that's not yeah. a thing in, in card games. It's uh, a lot of waiting around and, like, going through play lines and play patterns. Yeah. And it's like, how do you make that exciting? And I think uh, whether it's for lore or even League of Legends, which would be, like, you know, way down the line, I think that as a host, you, you kind of dictate, all right, how freaking awesome is this entire event going to be? Like, am mm-hmm. I going to be able to increase the energy in the room of not just myself and the fans and people watching, but everybody else that's casting on the team as well. And you just kind of bring everybody up to that next level. So I'd, I'd love to be a host for that for sure. Yeah. Casting is obviously, that would be great too. But yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's, that's super cool. Yeah. And I've, I've, I don't, I have done like a little bit of hosting and it, it's definitely, I mean, it is, its own skill set as well right yeah. i mean um yeah i mean you even look at like like cats uh for instance is like an absolutely fantastic like play-by-play like moba commentator like if you watch him cast and he's cast league of legends and heroes of the storm and um eternal return and like he like can turn it on and i'm just like nope that's that ain't me like yeah, that ain't I, it chief like, like right, you're man. saying like 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 Cast will do these things, and then he'll be like, "Oh, and then like, I can't, I can't even do it in gibberish. Like, I can't. I, that's just not how my brain works. I'm too, too dumb, too, too big, too dumb. Barbarian brain can't do it. Um, but like, but you know, you know, I like Captain Flowers. You guys ever seen him cast? I, I yeah. love hearing Captain Flowers cast. He just mm-hmm. sometimes he sounds like a big dumb idiot just yelling at the screen. But like, it's it's great. <laughs> like, it's great though. Like, I love it. Like, yeah. it's just it's funny. It's energetic. It's great. So, yeah, I hear you. One of my favorite casters of all time is. Uh, uber from the overwatch league uh, among a million other things uh mitch leslie he's uh, uh a, a big inspiration for me even though i am not a, anywhere near the type of caster or the level of caster that he is but he uh he does a, a fantastic job and also has a, a sweet australian accent but um oh, can't teach that i guess you could yeah, you can learn dialects. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> not, I'm trying to not get off on these. On these All right, dialects. No, bad. All right. <laughs> no, not going on dialects. Okay, let's shift the focus now to you. Uh, the card game itself. I know many people who are listening to this podcast for the first time are like, "Wait, this is a Legends of Runeterra podcast." <laughs> Sometimes. Um, Jay Doza, let's hear it. Three favorite cards. Go. 
you got the name right. That's impressive. Um, I right. probably said it wrong about 10 times this cast already. <laughs> so, all right. Actually, I did think about this one ahead of time because otherwise I just think of like very common cards everybody thinks of. So, my three favorite you said first, right? Yep. Yeah. So, The Flight, okay. Ancient Hourglass, and Kindred. Oh, wow. Getting so new cards in here. Yeah, mainly new cards. Um, Flight just so interesting that it's like, mm. and it's been in Nightfall Aggro a lot. I'm sure you guys know. So, yeah, um, great Nightfall activator. Ancient Hourglass. I love like the just the potential really random plays you can get with that. And mm -hmm. ever since I saw them preview Talia and like Ancient Hourglass and get like eight Talia on field, I was like, I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold. We're doing this card. I love it. It's great. And then um, Kindred specifically because mm -hmm. I think Kindred embodies what they do so well in game design with this game and that is mm -hmm. match it to the legends of or sorry league of legends champion mm. and there's so many champions like that but i think kindred being recent and just cool in general i love his effect yeah. um just embodies that in this game so that's awesome yeah i've, I've actually well uh because wild rift came out or it came out in na at least um yeah. i know saucy you've been playing a lot i've been playing a decent amount too and like I'm gaining more appreciation for the LOR cards now yeah. that I've been playing Wild Rift. I'm like, you know, this, you know, Darius actually, like, I mean, we're missing part of, like, he does actually weirdly have a life gain aspect to him, which I'm kind yeah. of missing. Like, uh, hashtag give Darius life, uh, life steal, by the way. Um, or <laughs> give give decimate life steal, by the way. Um, yeah, sure, right away. <laughs> Okay, Blevins. Wow. Game broken. Out the window. It's hey, dead. I'm trying. I'm coming in as the flavor police here. Darius should have lifesteal. Um, oh or a bleed. Decimated. A bleed would be really cool. That'd be a cool mechanic. Ooh, a bleed would be cool, actually. Ooh, um, that's but a but yeah. my point is that like I'm playing Darius now. Um, and I'm like, okay, I'm understanding like he gets the stacks and then he like gets bigger. That's kind of like if they're damaged, he gets stronger, uh, which kind of is his champion, right? Like when they hit 10, he levels up and he gets super strong and kills you even faster, which is essentially exactly what he does in, uh, in wild rift. So like, I'm, I'm interested to see like now it's like. I can see why so many people on like Reddit and whatnot are like, oh, here's my concept for Jin, or here's my concept for Gragas. And it's like now I'm actually getting like I'm actually like getting into it more. I'm getting into Runeterra more because I'm playing Wild Rift, weirdly enough. I mean, I'm sure that's exactly what Riot's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's let's ring this fool really dry. Is. Let's yep. just this money. <laughs> uh, it's gonna work, by the way. Riot. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I've already bought. Uh, I've already spent way too much money on Wild Rift. But speaking of stocks, Blevin owns five percent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do own a decent amount of. Um, not uh, uh, ten cent. Ten cent. Ten cent. I own. Yeah. I own a. <laughs> Heap. Not small amount of ten cents. <laughs> um, okay. Anyways, back to the topic. So we got we got your three favorite cards: the flight, ancient hourglass, and uh, kindred. Let's talk least favorite cards. Okay, I'm probably people are probably gonna hate this, but equinox. I hate okay. equinox. Okay, I like it shuts so much shit down. It's so annoying. Uh -huh. um, Yasuo. And Winfair Hatchling. Oh, Winfair Hatchling. Okay. Yes. So 
Equinox, I think, should be like two mana. I feel like it's so feels sure. so bad when it's like friggin' oh Leviathan. Okay, bye. Um, Yasuo, I I actually hate because I want to like Yasuo and he's so bad. Like oh. it, it, the way I don't know if it's just the way the games develop. We can go. We could have an entire podcast of just Yasuo, mm-hmm. but he just feels so bad. He feels like it's not really how Yasuo should have been designed. Mm-hmm. But I think they're almost kind of stuck with it because of how much stun is in Ionia and. Like, it's just, I don't know. There's a lot going on with him there. I've just never really liked him, but I want to like him. Like, if they redid him, I, I would love Yasuo. I like mm-hmm. the champion itself. And then um, Windfair Hatchling, it Blevins, I know, and Saucy. I mean, you guys have been playing for a while. I hate this card because this gives me bad flashbacks <laughs> of, like, open beta and closed beta mm-hmm. of ridiculous elusive boards. And <sighs> I think I played Sujurkan on ladder the other day. Mm-hmm. And this freaking guy, I'm so mad that I lost. He was playing some meme cheese windfair hatchling with <laughs> um two double like getting Zoe out with the what's the allegiance Ionia um Kinku, Kinku? Uh, Wayfinder Kinku, uh, Wayfinder yeah Kinku Wayfinder into double Zoe into other elusives into windfair hatchling. I wanted to go kill myself. It was <laughs> it was terrible. Win- windfair hatchling. Uh, Sujakon, if you're listening, ship me that <laughs> list by the way, bud. <laughs> so stupid. I've been I've been playing some Winfair Hatchling lately too. That's funny. In uh in the concurrent timelines uh deck with it because then you get a better body after you play the Hatchling. Yeah, it's right. really good. Interesting. Yeah. Saucy, I know you uh you're a huge Yasuo fan. Oh yeah, you know <laughs> Yasuo, such a cool card that is fun to play, and the decks so are d- interesting. <laughs> So Don't let's talk wrong. about other things that suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about trash or yeah, garbage and or <laughs> not having fun and uninstalling the game? <sighs> yeah, I, I I will on a serious note about Yasuo. I I and I think Saucy memes aside, I think you feel the same way. It's that Yasuo, if you if Yasuo had the um the sun disc clause where it's like you start your hand, you start with a Yasuo in your hand <laughs> yeah. every game. Or if there was a boat, Yone. if he had it, yeah. or if there was a Yasuo Yone boat, the boat. Wait. Yone yeah. the boat. if Yone was a boat, wait, yeah. riot, put, make Yone a boat, please. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, um, so you know, whenever like you go, when you go to like an event, like, Overwatch League or whatever, you make all the signs, yes. and then like mm-hmm. I spent so when I went to Owl, I spent so much time on my signs, and it was super stupid. I made one that said "Give Torbjorn two beards" was my one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> so the I want we'll do this one, and it'll say "Make Yone a boat," and we'll just we'll go to Worlds or whatever, and us us three, let's make the signs that say "Make Yone a boat." Make They'll know. Yone a boat. They'll I'm hundred percent down for that. That's Dude, amazing. That. Next time I go to a rave, too, I'll make a rave sign. Just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yone Yone boat. No one's going to have any Yone. idea what's going nope. on. Nope. <laughs> well, there'll be one guy across that's just like completely like stoned out of his mind that just goes, Yeah. This yeah, guy. I got you, man. I got you. This yeah. guy. I got you. <laughs> this guy. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I, you know, I think, like, I, I, I like, weirdly enough, I think Ionia might be one of my favorite, um, regions in general just as a concept because it's it's blue for magic yeah and blue's always the best color it is so the i best want color. it to be good when will of ionia was the best card in lor those were those were good times for me and Bring it is so funny deny. like 
Ionia used to be the best, most oppressive region, and now it's like you forget that region exists. Except for if Lee Sin wasn't in the game, we'd right. see Nona. We wouldn't see the region like ever. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like it 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 min it gets min maxed a lot, mm-hmm. like way more than other regions. Like yeah. okay, Targon. I mean, Targon just kind of does a little bit of everything, but like Ionia, it's like very much so been like it's always the secondary, right? Or it's like you're playing. A degenerate elusives deck that gets nerfed which is sad to me um but yeah it's like the whole like aggressive ionia hasn't mm-hmm. worked out the stun ionia it like inherently doesn't work because it's like it needs to be offensive with an inherently defensive ability yeah the whole like return things to your hand ionia doesn't work the play two spells a turn thing is completely not a synergy it's just for lisa like yeah it's just it just there's so many things that they could do and they miss on they've missed thus far so okay i'll end my ionia rant um <laughs> hashtag uh, make it better um okay <laughs> the most important question we have on the entire list of Ooh. questions and topics what's your favorite guardian so on the topic of raves and mainly because I haven't been to like anything in I don't know better part of a year now since COVID mm-hmm. started. Um, Rebel Monkey, yeah, Rebel that Monkey. one is great. That one yep. is great. That is an yep. acceptable one. Yep, reminds me of what life has. could be like eventually. <laughs> Maybe one day. True. Yeah, the KDA the KDA um, guardians are pretty sweet. True. And the, and the board yeah. is great too. I'm just sick of the music because I no lifed it for the first three weeks <laughs> the music out. on the new board is fire oh yeah. my god i love it oh well, it's the earth it's the earth music yeah. from league which i love yeah. um the- i don't like all the sound effects that's they get really annoying after a while though yeah like, the firecracker sounds and all that crap yeah and you can't click on the board, which again, I, 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 yep. I get on this soap. I feel like I get on the soapbox every episode. But Riot, stop making fucking boards that I can't click on. I'm gonna buy them anyway because I'm a degenerate. <laughs> but I want to be able to click them. Just charge a little bit more and make them clickable. Well, they don't can't have to be that hard. More if they don't want it. They can just add it in. If I'm playing against someone that doesn't I'm, have, I'm, if like my opponent doesn't have a clickable board, I concede. I, <laughs> I just can't even play the game. Won't even play it. I'm out. Sorry. Yeah, uh, too bored. It's true. Yep. I, 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 I have to if I have to give Hearthstone a check in the Wincom, it's that their boards are clickable. I'm just saying. I'm just you know you got you got to be like Bratch Cata and have that OCD and just like click on the deck over and over and over again of your opponent like while you're waiting for your turn, just over and over and over again. I don't know, you, dude. There's it's so funny casting so many people. They all have like those mannerisms in yeah. game, mm-hmm. and it's it's exactly like. And everybody who's played paper card games knows when you're sitting there and you just. Like, there's no reason to shuffle your hand, but you just keep doing it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What you, yeah what you, I, I got some right here too. What are, you, what are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. What you, I don't know what you mean. Yes, I'll pull out magic cards too. <laughs> well, these aren't magic cards. These are pl- these are plastic. Yeah, uh, you have the play cards. These are, these are actually magic cards. But yeah, it's like um, it's like a calming effect, right? It's like it's for anxiety or something. It, it really, it, it's less for anxiety for me, but like just because I've, I mean. I don't even remember when I started doing it, but I like probably went to a magic tournament, saw people do it. When yeah, I was, all like, the cool 13, kids said it. Saw people doing it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yep. this is just yep. what you need to do. And now, like, being in a, like, it puts me into a focus on my play 
competitive mindset state. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm on my final boss for master, I always like literally pull out the cards and start shuffling them because it helps me like hone in. Um performance enhancing cards. Uh if I ever if I ever were to play competitive legends of Runeterra in a tournament, you would see me on camera with cards in my hand. <laughs> True. Uh yeah. Um but Speaking of playing with IRL paper cards, uh, we mentioned this kind of as a joke in uh, beforehand in the Discord chat, but um, and and of course Saucy excluded here. But yes. we're all boomers uh, in the in the card game Legends of Runeterra world. Uh, how I, you know we haven't we've had some other uh, you know more aged folks on the show. I mean we had Jay Florent on uh, who's. Uh, up there in years but we haven't really talked about like the what's it like being the you know the elder statesman in the room a lot of the time the elder statesman um, <laughs> long in the tooth oh uh, it's so well all right so when i first started really going hardcore on twitch i didn't actually i love that by i love your twitter profile picture by the way that was that was clutch that was such a good idea <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, with the yeah. freaking spectacle. Mm. You you literally you bought that just for that picture, didn't you? Uh, I bought it for a different reason that will become apparent in some amount of time that I can't yeah. reveal. But <laughs> I did buy it for a gag, is what I'm saying. Oh man. Um. So yeah, it's um. When I first started Twitch, I actually maybe this is just me being a boomer. I was like, why the Christ is everybody calling me a freaking boomer? Like this is. <laughs> You have to be like 45, 50 years old to be boomer. Right. Like, I ain't 40. Do I look that old? What the hell? And um, and then obviously I, I figured it out. And there's always that learning curve when you first start on Twitch. I'd always yeah. watch Twitch, but I never really got into the culture of it mm. too much. Um, so that was kind of a learning curve. But what it's really like is I constantly, I don't know about you, but I constantly think back to when I was like maybe 12 to 14 years old. Mm-hmm. When I was playing like card games like Inuyasha came out, Dragon Ball Z, oh, like all these yeah. anime card games, Yu Yu Hakusho. I, I played the Yu Yu Hakusho so game. Good. I loved that oh, game. I, I have the card from it called The End, and I keep that one card just to remind oh. me of them canceling it. it sucks. Um, I so always, good. every time I go to a con, I went to like a convention like Gen Con or something, like one of those stores will always have like the starter oh, deck, and that. I always yeah. am like, mm, is this worth $16 for nostalgia? <laughs> i I almost pulled the trigger every time i see it so i think back to those days and then i think Mm -hmm. back to how i used to play people when you couldn't find them in person and it used to be over aim and we used to we you'd actually type out what you're doing and you'd have to just trust that they didn't cheat is essentially how it worked (laughs) and like that's all it was and and then i then i think back to pojo and i think back to like mm-hmm. all these um you know used to go on forums and start like clans with people and you put up mm-hmm. your your list of cards for trade and you mail them out and you get them back and then i'm like holy shit i'm old <laughs> <laughs> and that's about where it stops but it's it's insane now because i get that same feeling being involved in this community being on twitch that i had back then mm. when i was 12 13 14 except now instead of aim and pojo message boards and whatever card games message board it was, it's basically all just Discord and Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, Discord is essentially the forum, and Twitch is just people on stream all the time, video. So um, it's, it's yeah, it's definitely interesting being older and understanding where everything kind of came from. Man, mm-hmm. it was so hard to find people to play a physical card game. It, it sucked. It was difficult. Yeah. 
Saucy, did you ever use Magic Workstation? <laughs> magic Workstation? Yeah. <laughs> or Cockatrice? Uh, I've used Cockatrice a little bit. I It's so clunky. I, like, yeah. I know a lot of people always want to play like EDH over Cockatrice still. And mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. like, I'll play webcam EDH all day. But I, I just... For me, like the biggest thing is that's why I don't even like uh, Magic Arena uh, or MTGO because it, well, because it's dog shit. But like for me, <laughs> Magic like it doesn't have the same uh, like the game doesn't have the same feeling if you don't physically have mm-hmm. the cards. For me, like I can't play digital Magic. I just can't. I've tried to play MTGA so many times, and I love Magic. Mm-hmm. Like I've played it forever. I mean, everyone knows that's like Magic. I treat now as like stocks, and like I, I just can't. I can't enjoy digital magic. And mm-hmm. it, I don't know. I think it's just like the years have tainted me, like just playing in person. But to me, the fun of magic is sitting around with your friends, hanging yep. out in person, uh, yeah. doing stupid. Like you don't have the same, like the game isn't the same if you're not there to read people's faces and fake people out with what you're doing. Right. And like there's the whole mental mind games of it that you just, you mm-hmm. lose in digital magic. Yep. Saucy, when you were younger, did you were you one of those guys that went to like the basement of card shops in the corner and like played Magic the Gathering? I've played. That, right? uh, I mean, I've been playing a little bit, uh, you know, a couple years or so. But we we actually had a, a very some really good healthy game stores. Um, I lived next door to a really yep. big game store, and uh, we would actually like all the time. Me and my friends would walk after school, go to the game store, and yep. uh, hang out. Uh, none of us had money to buy anything, but the owners were really cool. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we, I mean, we were almost every day playing either magic or we'd go and play uh, world of Warcraft or <laughs> command and conquer. Like those were my, that was my mm-hmm. life. Yeah. I, I did the same thing with a card shop for Yu-Gi-Oh every Saturday. They had a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. We'd all go down and I get to know those people really well. And I think that's why I have the same feeling you have with magic with Yu-Gi-Oh mm-hmm. is like, I can, I've played Yu-Gi-Oh online. I like hate it compared to playing in person like i love having a Yu-Gi-Oh deck a Yu-Gi-Oh mat and Yu-Gi-Oh cards in my hand it just doesn't feel like it's right to me yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's it's weird so yeah i have like a lot of the same feelings but some slightly different only because when i so i and i know regulars of the podcast know this but i literally used to live above a card store like the owners were my roommates. Like, I mean, wow. I actually was the top, the top floor of the card store was my apartment. Um, so like I got that as much as anyone ever could, <laughs> like literally every Friday was F and M whether I wanted to play or not, it was yeah. F and M. Right. Um, so I actually like shifted into magic online Partially because it's like, okay, I don't want to deal with all of this all the time, but I still want to play Magic because I'm trying to get better. Um, And like, so I like shifted more into Magic Online than my friends, my group did because they're like, oh, well, let's just play paper cards. But I'm like, I want to draft 18 times today. I, you got, we don't have enough boosters to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So like, I got into that more. So like, I had um, like the whole like when Hearthstone came out, I was like, I'm in like, get, yeah, get me. I was like, yeah, day here. one into Hearthstone mm-hmm. um, because I had already like started the migration to um, to digital card games. That being said, when I look back t- at my, um, you know, my favorite moments and times playing magic and even competitively, um, I don't 
think to like, oh, well, I, you know, I played a Splinter Twin deck and top eight of this event. It was like, no, I remember on the drive up there, my buddy's car window yeah. was messed up. And every time you press the window button, it went, Bleh! so we would <laughs> troll him the whole time. Whenever he yeah. said something stupid, we'd press the button and go, Bleh! like yeah. that was, yeah, like it's those things that I remember and that I like love about magic and like magic of course like it, it's the thing that brought everyone together but like the game itself is great and like you can have amazing experiences that but like you miss so much um uh from from you know it being digital which you know i feel the same way about you know mtg arena i mean i i sold a lot of magic online many many years ago that's that's no yeah i just want to yeah. i just want to clarify too though that this isn't this isn't us being boomers and being like, you kids need to go outside and play and climb trees. No. Like yeah. this is, there's just like, you can still have cool stuff happen when you're playing an online game, I think. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, in chat and like, there's still memorable moments. Oh yeah. But there was way more yeah. when you were in person. Like more things were just possible when you're standing next to people and just everything that you're seeing happen around you, you hear it's yep. just way, way different. I think well, something I mean, it, it, something super unique about card games, um, and uh, Brian Kibler's talked about this a lot as well, is card games specifically, just the inherent nature of them is someone who's 10 years old can go and take down someone who's 40 who's been yeah. playing forever. Like there's that mm-hmm. inherent, you know, RNG aspect, there's luck, there's, you know, skill, blah, blah, blah. But it's the same thing with like your age doesn't matter as much in a card game versus something like Overwatch League or Counter Strike, where like you physically need the reaction time and like the the actual like abilities that you lose as you get ancient, like I am, mm-hmm. uh, where you can't see anymore and have to go get LASIK and shit. Um, <laughs> and like, it, like it's just not the same with card games. Like it doesn't, if someone's like, 65 years old 70 80 whatever and you're still killing it in a card game like you don't have to be a, a young a, a youngin as as they say you don't need to be a young buck to yep. be at the top of your game and legends are really yeah hard exactly <laughs> um well how we got on oh being boom i'm like i don't even know how we got <laughs> no, <laughs> card game. Uh, oh, i really tied that one back together showing my age but yeah, no, I think that those, I mean, we're obviously, we've been in COVID essentially since Legends of Runeterra came out. Like mm-hmm. there was, yeah. I don't, I don't remember the dates. It was the like, official release date, right? Right. So sure. we, Although it was we've been in for like a while, so. Right. We've been in COVID essentially the whole time. So we're doing the best that we can. But I mean, even like the tournament experience, right? The discords, there's so many discords, including discord.me session and terrible radio, uh, the, you know, the Reddit and all that. I mean, well, Reddit's kind of a cesspool, but you get, like the whole community is still there. It's not the same as going to a GP and driving eight hours in a car with a group of friends. It's a different experience. It's not necessarily better or worse. It's a different experience. And hopefully, you know, when the state of the world is not in this, not in a state of pandemic, we'll eventually be able to do IRL events and get some of that community back and 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 really get it for the first time with Legends of Runeterra. Um, for sure. Yep. Um, Saucy, I have no idea where we're at on time. What are we? What are we looking like? Who knows? That's a great question. <laughs> Wait, we were timing this. That was a thing. What? N- no, <laughs> not necessarily. This is a test. Um, this is all a test. It's Jay Doza, what do you? I saw you put down some. You put down some things you want to talk about. What, yeah. what do you want? To, what do you want to chat about? Oh, um, 
well we kind of already went over like favorite paper or what is your favorite paper card game is it magic and uh paper card game magic yeah magic's been mine's a yakusho card game oh Uh, hell yeah dude that's (laughs) awesome i love i love pokemon tcg i absolutely adore pokemon as a game the problem is the the player base uh like I always feel weird playing Pokemon because it is always people that are 11 and I'm like yeah. 10,040. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, on, on, a, on a somewhat more serious note. So I actually did like the Yu Hakusho game just because I, I it was literally me and my one buddy would play it. Oh, that's um, awesome. So like yeah. it was like we would we would go to Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments uh, at my local card store. We would play and then in between the rounds, we would play like the basically the precons of the of um the the Yu Hakusho precons which is fun um but um you know a game that i actually really liked that was a paper card game that i never played competitively because no one in the area that i lived in when i was 15 or whatever when it came out um played was the world of warcraft tcg it was great that game was actually sick um and like they did i mean obviously a lot of it uh eventually became hearthstone um at least in in some ways but like it, it was so cool like the 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 fact that you could turn like cards in your hand into lands you know eventually mm-hmm. became what we see as like mana crystals right in, in lor and hearthstone um but like even like the hey you can get these rare cards that are in-game codes that's yeah. that's yeah. super cool. I wish we saw more of that in in a like nothing has been that cool uh in in a card game since then. Like even like okay, MTG Arena every once in a while for their pre-releases, the the stores will give you like uh here you can get your pre-release yeah. back on MTG Arena. That's not cool though. It's like That's okay, something cool about packs. uh Pokemon does that. All the booster yeah. packs for Pokemon come with a card uh code yeah, for a booster and you get pack. one pack, which yeah. is okay. That, that's fine, but like what what they did, I I thought was they super had mounts and, and stuff like, for Warcraft and yeah, I mean that Spectral Tiger card is worth like eight thousand dollars or something, yeah, yeah. It's something crazy. Like, that's cool. Um and and even like um another thing that they did that again, I I never saw in a TCG since then. I, I there are some games that are this is the point of their game, but like they had raids. Like you would literally buy the uh, the first one I think was the Anixia boss raid, and you would build your deck, and you could have up to you know four or five players build their decks, and you would fight the rate the pre con raid boss that was super strong, yeah. and it came with the loot cards. Where like after you beat it, I mean you could obviously just buy it and open up the pack or whatever, like if you wanted to, but like after you beat it. What you did was you opened up the sealed raid pack that had loot in it, and you would distribute the loot like a raid in World of Warcraft. Yeah, that was so sick yeah, to me. Even though I played it literally, just played it by myself with two decks that I built to try to fight it. Um, I know that that is actually kind of sad. Now that I think because no it, one but... played it, like that's oh, why it didn't God. do well. No one played the game. The like yeah. there was me and one person that I knew that ever even tried to play it. I played WoW, the, the World of Warcraft game. Yeah. Was... Oh, and and I forgot about this. They also had little inserts in it that were like the little um. It was like pirates versus ninja, like little mini like war game. 
Yeah. This is a thing that probably very few people even remember where like every pack had like, I think there was a redeemable code. There was, there was like, you could actually now I'm like literally remembering this as I'm talking about it. It came with a code that you put on the website and you got points and you could redeem those points for something on the website. I don't remember if you get like a t-shirt or something stupid. It might've been cool stuff. I don't remember, but like on those points, there was like little ninja and pirate game. And there was like a little mini game that you could build. If you got enough of those cards, you would build essentially. It was just like, you know, slapjack or war, like a little stupid game, but like all of those little things I'm remembering, you know, 20 yeah. years after this game came, or, you know, 15 years after this game back. came out on a podcast, completely unrelated to that. I remember all those things. And we don't see anyone really doing anything like that anymore, yeah. which is kind of crazy that they encapsulated that. Um, so in a weird way, even though I played, I physically played the game very little, World of Warcraft TCG still has a, 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 a place in my heart. Yeah. You know why? Because it was Hearthstone before RNG hit Hearthstone. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like what Hearthstone could have been if they didn't add as much RNG that they did to it. True. True. Um, yeah, I, I I think my my all time favorite it's, it's got to be Yu Gi Oh, and I know mm. it's like it's like a complete trash game balance wise now, but it's it's just I, I like the card art too. I really yeah. like the card mm. art in Yu Gi Oh. It's super. They're really shiny. And I like shiny things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, that's my biggest addiction is foils. So <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> but Blevins, yeah, worlds, worlds, worlds. I mean, you got anything? I will make no comment on the uh, existence or lack thereof of worlds. All I can say is, if we can't, if we can't like talk, talk about it. Well, you guys can talk about whatever you want. So, or you can talk about whatever you want. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up and just, I really, really hope that uh, by the end of this year that they're they're having one. I think. Um, I, I, I've told people that I've talked to about it before that I think they're going to announce it like June, July. And I think that we'll, we'll have them by the end of the year. So I'm trying to see if there's a smile on Levin 6 or something after I say that. Levin's and I don't I, smile. They, <laughs> they, they have, they, and by they, I mean someone at Riot has publicly said that there will be worlds in some capacity. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the extent to, of which. We don't know yet, and that's all that I've got. <laughs> all right, it was hey, it was worth a shot. I gave it a shot. You hey, know, it is you know, you got to you, you got to you got to shoot your shot, right? Um, um I do want to know okay, what you so, guys think about the Lab of Legends stuff, though. That I put on that that I will talk about. But on the topic of worlds, I mean, as someone who obviously is ingratiated in the competitive scene from the casting standpoint, I mean, what would you want to see from worlds? I mean, what is your like idealized version of worlds? What does it look like? Well, I, I don't want them to force it. And what I mean by that is because of the whole COVID situation, I Uh really would prefer a land event. So if COVID still prohibits that, then I I get that. Um, And I would prefer they don't force it because I, I think we're not doing justice to the game by mm-hmm. not having a land worlds like i think mm-hmm. i prefer it might hurt the game overall because you know we're not having a worlds as soon as we probably should i think hearthstone had one like the first year it came out mm-hmm. in comparison but um mm-hmm. but yeah so but um i don't know honestly i probably expect way too much because like i just told you guys when i watched the league of legends pre-show like i'm like holy shit my life is about to change like it's it's <laughs> I, I love yeah. watching it yeah. and 
it's a card game and i know that card game is a card games are a less popular niche than a lot of other like mm-hmm. mobas because mobas like the most popular thing in the planet right now um so i don't know how much they can actually do with it from a business perspective but i would like to see a, a significant amount of dedication to the actual production quality so that they so they can try to make a card game mm-hmm. look as cool as it can to people that might not like card games right i mean actually make it look cool i mean that's that's why i cast like i said right it's like mm-hmm. it's hard to make a card game interesting we try to do our best to, to really hype things up i would really love if they try to do the same from production quality standpoint of let's try to make a card game super hype for everybody mm-hmm. that's watching it somehow yeah i mean i i agree wholeheartedly with that right i mean yep. you, you want to put your best foot forward with uh you know an event that you know at least if, if you're looking at it from the league of legends standpoint like that is the culmination of the year right that is mm-hmm. the the super bowl the world series the nba finals the stanley cup you know that is what it is for you know, Riot Games, at least from if you're looking at it from League of Legends, right? And and TFT as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Like, let's yeah. get the biggest thing possible, and like, let's but let's do it right. I I also agree with that because so much of it's a balance, right? Because um, you know, inherently, so much about card games is uh, in person, right? When I think of the pinnacle of you know card games it's to me it's the pro tour or you know maybe um the um you know worlds or players championship or or what have you for magic but the the pro tour is like the gold standard right yeah like those are always destination i mean they're not always fancy destinations but like destination places um it's you know you get a feel and a vibe for the destination that it's at in sort of the branding and the um you know the lead up and the coverage of it too um yeah like that is definitely part of it but also on the other hand runeterra has all you know even before covid has like sort of positioned itself as like it this is a digital game we don't need to necessarily do all the stuff that the traditional games have done so You, you, you know what's interesting i've always had this idea before i don't think hearthstone's ever done this it would be cool or at least to me anyways maybe this is stupid but if once you finally made it to worlds like let's say you cut the top eight and there's eight people that are playing it out that those eight people get physical copies of their deck like blinged out mm, that'd be dope. They actually play it with physical copies i think that would be a nice nod to there's no way you know, be able to do that i don't think i don't think i don't think it'll actually happen i'm just saying no. i personally would love that i think it would be really yeah. cool but yeah, this uh, card transforms into another. So we rolled a D two thousand sixty three, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and wrote down on a piece of paper what card is in their hand now. Yeah, Poor person has to be the judge the for that event. Like <laughs> <laughs> five thousand different rules. Yeah. Ah yeah. oh, yeah. shit! They cast this. Yeah, they cast Marvelio. The shit. <laughs> how much? How much of the game would just be rolling dice? Is yes. <laughs> most of it hey, that's that's the advantage of digital card games right we can do yeah. a lot more stuff with the cards now so yeah, yeah. What, so do you go up to someone and go um i'd like to look at the oracle eye please yeah exactly <laughs> can you do this math for me and someone has to come yeah. down and do the math i refuse to do the math oracle <laughs> eye and oracle someone comes over oracle i am the oracle, oracle eye. eye yeah there would be a uh, lot of timeouts yeah. <laughs> yeah that'd be and but the thing is the he like whispers it to you he texts you how much damage it is so yeah, that he doesn't go, say it well, out loud if you want it to be true to the game you have to like 
put your attackers up and then go uh, Oracle Eye, and then Steve Rubin comes over, whispers it in your ear, and you go, yep. okay. And then you and rearrange you, your attackers. You reorder the attackers, yeah. you go Oracle Eye. Yep. Can you please tell me? Uh oh, okay. Overwhelmed. Yeah. Now I, I feel bad for Ruben. I take it all back. I take it all back. <laughs> yep. It's all Ruben has Poor to do Ruben. it. But here's the yep. thing: if it, if it was in real life, I'd always be able to click on my board because I'd be able to physically you like just touch it. Can, yeah. I can always tap on my board. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. I like I. Th- so anyone who's ever gone to anything like a Dream Hack or even like uh, mm-hmm. Hearthstone, like at. Um, like at BlizzCon, like mm-hmm. just because something's a digital card game doesn't mean you can't make such a good time out of it in person. Cause yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how much of the actual like uh BlizzCon event you watched, but I mean it was hype. Like when they when they had the tournament going on, like there were, mm-hmm. you know, tens of thousands of people out there, they're cheering and like the crowd participation and like they do a lot of cool things. And one of the things that you know, I really praised Runeterra about at the start is they get to take what's been successful for all these other games from the past and improve upon it. Like, that's why I, I tell people, I'm like, Runeterra feels like if they made Magic the Gathering in a modern card game because they've been mm-hmm. able to learn from, you know, 20 plus years of Magic and they've been able to learn from things they like from Hearthstone. So I fully expect if there ever is a time where we have a, a crazy in-person, you know, Worlds event that knowing Riot, uh, they would make it really crazy and it'd be an event that you'd mm-hmm. want to go to and would be a lot of fun. And you could drink. That's what I want. <laughs> Just throw that in, and Metallica yeah. might be there. Yeah. Whoa! Whoa! Oh, TOS, TOS, TOS. Did you see that when from Digital BlizzCon where Metallica yeah, yeah. was playing? Yeah, there was like uh, some like little stupid song they had. They got DMCA'd. Oh, uh, That's that, such that a is, bad look, man. When you look up poetic justice, that yeah, is what yeah. should be. Yep. That is what they should play um, for you. Um. So I'm thinking we're kind of close yeah. on time. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about one more thing that you, that you put on here, Jay does, and that is the Lab of Legends mm-hmm. um, concepts potentially being introduced into ranked. And I, I wanted to give, give us a little context as to what you were thinking about with this question, because it's a very interesting one, considering like oh. a little bit of a little bit of background i mean obviously uh, most people listening to this know what lab of legends is if you don't go play it because it's 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 a blast it's so fun but one thing that's interesting that i noted um and i double checked and made sure that this tweet didn't come out on april 1st because looking back i thought it might be an april fools but it's not so sean main who was the i believe the lead design on set two so targon Mm -hmm. is now moving over to specifically the lab of legends team so like Ooh, okay. th- a person who has designed a full real set is now working at least publicly from the tweet again, take it for what it's worth, but um, is working full time on lab of legends, uh, which makes me think, Oh, they're going to flesh this shit out even yeah. more than they already yeah. have. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so when I think like, all right, so let's like take the passive ability, right? Um, uh-huh. you know, all your spells cost like one less man or something like that. Uh-huh. So that's that's kind of a blanket one, but you I really compare the passive abilities to like hero powers in Hearthstone. Mm. So you, know, you just assign a mana cost to it essentially, and boom, you have a hero power. So I think that it, it would be very easy to implement. Um, I don't think it would be hard whatsoever. It just obviously needs to fit with the game and, and be balanced, of course, which might be a little bit harder. I don't because we have spell mana, and there's so there's a big difference 
between just saying, yeah, toss a hero power in there and then actually thinking it through and seeing if yeah. it's going to work out. Um, so I do think passives would be one of the first things that they might want to experiment with there or some sort of mm -hmm. hero power type thing. But I think that the ability to play a champion in two very, like we already have champions that are in two different sort of decks. Like, yeah. right. So you can have different deck archetypes, but then maybe even take it a step further and have some like, uh, like you can add different items onto, you know, uh, followers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. If you add an item, every champion has three items you can choose from now, and you have to play it in a separate way. It's yeah. going to get very, very convoluted and complex because there's going to be so many different avenues to think about, especially from yeah. a game perspective. But I definitely think it would be interesting, and it's not something that digital card games do right now. So it'd be it'd be cool. Is all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, Legends is freaking fun. So. <laughs> I never thought about it actually as like okay so the first thing because the way the way you put it was introduced into into ranked I'm gonna say oh fuck no no <laughs> get the oh, like, fuck make out a of rank. ranked no. <laughs> but in no. constructed potentially yeah, yeah 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 now that could be interesting where it's just like another mode I mean it could still be a lab mode but it's like create your legend and it's like oh well I'm making uh, I, I'm making twisted fate cost one mana now <laughs> wait so you wouldn't want it in ranked at all though like you wouldn't want like the idea of like a hero power uh, let's say. you wouldn't want that in ranked at all okay so maybe uh, i as another deck so the the thing that jumps out to me is that that like in a way that a lot of other things might not do that changes the game yeah. inherently like even like adding landmarks to the game, yes, you could argue that changed the game inherently, but really that's just another like unit type that does a different it was thing. It was relatively it was minor, minor, right? Yeah. Um, if they like even something like Zoe or um, go get it, get it all, give it all the the five mana. I don't remember yeah. which one it is. It's not. Go, it's not go. Is hard. it match all the keywords and attack and? No, not that oh, one. The other one. The um, everything is permanent. Um, the Targon. Give it. One. Give it all. Give it, it all. all. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, probably wrong. It's okay. <laughs> someone in chat will know, or in podcast land will know. Um, like that is like giving you a passive ability, right? It's five yeah. mana, give you a passive ability for the rest of the game. I think they could expand on that, but like a you build your deck with a hero power or a passive, like they could, right? From a implementation side but that is like a uh, going from 2d to 3d it, yeah. it feels more like that to me than something like oh well we added um you know equipment where it's like a, a landmark but if you you know every turn when you attack it like jarvins your mana and equips to something that's something they could theoretically do right that wouldn't that would feel like an addition to the game not a step forward and like this is almost a different fucking game now yeah um that's my initial thought having put you know three minutes of thought into it <laughs> saucy what, what do you think about the whole like lab expanding upon lab of legends and maybe constructed or or you know have it even potentially be in rank i think uh a pvp mode of like a lab of legends type game would be super fun um yeah. I, I i think of it as like some sort of like 
competitive s slay the spire type game i, I don't know like it, something like that would be really cool even if it's something where you like um you draft whatever like a power at the start or something and then like as you win you get to add these abilities to your Just deck would be really right, cool sorry. um i i don't like the idea of there being a rank associated with it uh that there's the this psychological whenever you add a rank to something people feel the need to be the best at it and try hard yeah. and solve it um and it would just be it'd probably get solved too fast i, I mean we, we found that out so many times even just like doing a cube draft that the moment i add prizes for for people winning like the way mm. people draft changes dramatically and it goes yeah. from wanting to make big goofy shit and doing fun combos to I'm going to make the most streamlined deck possible. So yeah. I think once you associate a rank with it, it makes it less about the, the fun, good time that you, you would lose that, that you have with it being just a PVE mode right now. Like you're playing the game against the game. Like you can do fun stuff and try weird things and not feel dumb about it. So that's kind of the, that's my thought about it being a ranked mode all about that fun yeah i i think that it that encapsulates it even i mean it's a different point than i was making but that i think hits the nail on the head entirely right like i just think about like the draft the cube draft really hit it home for me because like i've played cube drafts for fun and it's like ooh, i'm gonna try to uh bounce all permanents both players control every game or every turn and just try to have as long of a game as possible to just make the rounds go out forever versus yes i'm playing mono red because everyone's doing stupid stuff and i'm gonna kill them on turn three yeah. if they drafted a bad deck i just kill them and win yep. you know the three packs or whatever like, yeah it is entirely a different mindset and no I, I think for ranked i mean it's honestly it's how i treat the latter like before and after i hit master it's like i was playing fucking tf fizz from diamond to master just to get there and now it's like i search the ladder i scour the master ladder to see if there's something fun to play it's like oh this has jarvan in it i'm fucking playing it and i can yeah. lose six times in a row and i don't give a shit <laughs> but like when i'm in when i'm at diamond three it's like i need to win every game yeah and if i have to call comcast to cancel my opponent's uh internet for a get no i'm kidding uh but like you get the mentality of like i just want to win and i don't care if i if i or my opponent has fun versus let's take this thing that is really outside of the box and can be um fun and let, let's maximize the fun yeah um the one other thing I will say that I think is really alluring to me about Lab of Legends, the PvE experience itself, is I think a lot of the fun in it, um, and this is kind of uh, this is kind of also in line with a philosophy they've taken with TFT. Granted, different teams, but still, um, part of the fun is like seeing something that is possible and playing a bunch of times and trying to get that, or like not knowing what's possible and stumbling upon something that's awesome. Um, for instance, one, the one lab, I, I think I talked about this on the show when the, the first week that it came out, I accidentally, um, got a combo in my deck that allowed me to play, um, uh, uh, one mana butchers over for zero mana. And every time I played them, they would get bigger so, and I could, and, and they would generate a new one in my hand. So I had infinite power of uh of butchers in my hand to uh jagged butchers sorry an infinite power 
of Jagged Butchers that I could play on like turn three. And I accidentally got that. And I've never been able to get that again. If I had access to all of the passives and, and items and whatnot beforehand, I'm going to set up my deck to have infinite power worth of Butchers on turn three every game. And all of a sudden, kind of like, you know, a modern or a legacy might get to, um, it will all of a sudden the bar is there. If you can't beat that deck, you can't play anything that's slower than that or that can't interact with that. That is the bar. Turn three, infinite power of butchers. What can you do against that? And all of a sudden, even though there's all these infinite possibilities, there's actually not because all of these things, everything with Jarvan, completely useless because he costs six mana. Everything with fucking misfortune doesn't like none of the champions matter anymore because they all cost yeah. too much. Um, so I think there's a, a part of it that like they would have to ironically, they would need to limit your options to expand the options of what's actually playable. Yeah. That's a, <clears throat> it's an interesting concept that like, once you set, once you make something competitive, it actually affects the balance of the game. Yeah. Whereas if it's mm -hmm. not competitive, it doesn't affect the balance of the game. And I, I'm sure it gets into all like gamification stuff and, and stuff yeah. like that. And like, oh my god, that's a rabbit hole in, in and of itself. But it's a really interesting thought. So now yeah. you guys say that, so it's just uh, I, something to, something to sit on for a little bit. No, that that <laughs> really is. And I honestly have never even thought about. Uh, weirdly enough, because I actually love Lab of Legends. Um, yeah, it's been there. my go-to. Like, if I want to play LOR on my iPad, but I don't want to like disconnect potentially during a ranked game it's like i'm firing up lab of legends i'm trying to get through all those ranks now like trying to get the fucking beat beat it with talia on on hard right now is my is my new challenge <laughs> it's um, tough it's tough yeah and i found out I, apparently there's a legendary rank after hard yeah. i didn't even yeah. know um so i've got a lot of i've i mean super happy that they're doing that um that they're expanding upon that and like I mean, Saucy, we talked about this when it first came out. It's like, this is like, yes, the game itself is awesome and there's so many good things and they've done so much good. But like, this is the first thing that really excites me about like Runeterra as an engine mm -hmm. um, and as like a community and all that. Like when we talked to um, Umbridge, like what he was talking about, this is the Lab of Legends is like the first dose to me of that. Yeah. And people love it. Like, uh, mm -hmm. I, I streamed yesterday and the entire stream was Lab of Legends because that's what people wanted. People were like begging for Leg of Le Lab of Legends. I was like, all right, I guess Leg of Lamb we're doing it because they wanted to see me suffer with Talia, which I did beat on hard <laughs> nice. by never playing her once. Congrats. Yep. Classic. Classic. <laughs> yep. <sighs> but yeah, I, I had a scout ash. That cost like two mana or something. It was pretty sweet. Wow, that's good. <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, like that is sweet, and it's fun that that's playable. But like, if you think about it, in a constructed format, is two mana scout ash really that good? It's like not in when you modern, can make infinite right? damage. No, not even. <laughs> right? No, it's not. But like, you never. So the fact that you can set up these perfect decks, um. It, it it limits it, which, which actually uh, I, I'm not going to get into it because I know we're 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 short on time. We got to wrap up here, but I have an idea for an interesting. It, it's a thought experiment because you, oh, you can't actually play it. A thought experiment. A thought experiment. Yeah, a experiment. Thought experiment. It's flavored experiment. Um, I'll bring it up on a on a future episode, uh, or maybe a, maybe I'll maybe I'll detail it in a uh, a Patreon write up as sort of a fun thought experiment. Yeah. Eh. I don't know. We'll see. Um, anyway, Jay Doza, 
Thank you so much for dude, being yeah, on the show. Thanks for man. coming. It's been a blast. We have, yeah, dude. Yeah, this has been great. This is uh, this is awesome. I love yeah. I, I love listening to your guys' show too. I've listened to it before. I think you guys do an awesome job. You got high energy, like we talked about before. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So so pumped to have had you on, and of course the invitation is always open. Always want to get you back on uh, anytime. So we will. I, I'm positive we will be seeing more Jay Doza. So the uh, podcast listeners and chat fans can uh, can stop salivating. We'll get him back on. Don't worry about it. But Jay Doza, where can people find you on the internet? Oh, this is why I do the shameless plug. Is this where this? Yeah, do now? it okay. now. Absolutely, <laughs> do it. I, I just felt the gun pointed at my head. Do it now. <laughs> um. So, if you guys didn't know, I I was previously, uh, aka shit just works SJW. Now I'm J Doza. So everything is pretty much J Doza. It's either J Doza, J Doza underscore GG, or J Doza GG. Mm-hmm. One of those. If you search J Doza, you'll find me probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, um. I don't know if you guys know this either, but Friday I'm casting a Portuguese tournament that Manitas put together for the uh, the Portuguese community. Nice. I'm going to be doing that with Castman, and then Saturday uh, is going to be Dulja Sharima number two. It's happening this nice. weekend. I'll be there with Boulevard. So you guys can find me at twitch.tv backslash J-D-O-Z-A-G-G. That'll be uh, Friday and Saturday. Saturday is like 1 p.m. Friday. I think it's at 12.30 p.m. So Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, Saucy, where can people find you on the internet? If you want to find me on the internet, it's just uh, saucymailman.com or saucy.live is my uh, website. That's where you can find me. I stream every day, except for the days I don't. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at the underscore Blevins. You can also find me on most Fridays over at twitch.tv slash giant slayer LOR casting fight night. Um, you can find the podcast best place to find the podcast. Of course, as I've shamelessly plugged multiple times today, discord.me slash rune terrible radio or deck or rune terrible on Twitter. If you search for rune, Ter- if you search for rune terrible anywhere, we're there. Yep. Uh, so don't worry about that. But, uh, Oh, I did want to do one thing. Cause I, you know, it never happens on, on the stream. Jay Doza, but shout outs to you, man. Shout oh out to Jay Doza. Oh. It's happening. Oh. Take that, Boulevard. I'm taking and I'm giving all the oh. shout outs to Jay Doza here. Love it. Love it. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Is this real life? Is this yeah. happening right now? <laughs> yeah, this is real life. Where, where am I? Holy shout outs to Jay Doza and absolutely no one else. Um, no one else. Nobody else. No else. other person <laughs> other than Jay Doza. <laughs> absolutely. But. Thank you, everyone, for listening and for watching in podcast land and on Twitch. Again, you can find all of our stuff uh, in the places we literally just talked about minutes ago, as well as in the links uh, in the descriptions or or what have you. We are all there. But for our guest, Jay does uh, for Saucy Mailman, I'm Blevins. I hope shit just works out for you, but we'll be back <laughs> next week to talk about some more Legends of Rune Terror. <laughs>